I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, for years now, I've given you a ton of stories on remote workers and digital nomads on this podcast, but I've come to realize that many of you beginners are still unsure on how to take the first steps to creating a freedom lifestyle through online work. Maybe you've been too afraid to take the plunge or just don't feel confident enough to land that online job due to inexperience. Well, I'm excited to announce that I've created a new YouTube series called Trying Remote, where I try a new online job or gig every month month to give you a glimpse of what it takes to land a remote job. So if you need a little boost to try something new or just want to see what it takes to get started, you can go to theoffbeatlife.com slash trying remote. Again, you can go to theoffbeatlife.com slash trying remote to find our videos and to subscribe to our new series on YouTube. So please come and join me there so we can uncomfortably grow together. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Emily where she's going to share with us how to date while you're a digital nomad. Hi Emily, how are you? I'm good. I'm excited to talk about this topic. It's a hot topic. (laughs) I know. I'm sure it is. And I'm super excited too, because a lot of people always ask about that. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm married. I have no idea what's happening in the world right now. So I'm like, I don't know. But before we get to all of your tips and tricks, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? Yes. So currently right now I am a nomad. Um, I rotate between four different cities and I am doing contract work for a tech company and I am building my own uh, media company on the side. And so, yeah, I'm really happy to be speaking with you today, Debbie. Yeah, and you travel quite often in some of the bigger cities, right, that um, people probably have, you know, always either wanted to go to or have gone to. So you go to like New York, you go to California. It was it Singapore and Taiwan are those yes. the two other places. So those are huge places. And for a single person, that could be overwhelming because these are big cities to to go to. So what is dating like as a nomad, Emily? Tell us all the details. Tell us all the tea because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, there's so much to unpack, to be honest. Um, <laughs> like, uh, I I will say dating while overseas is really interesting because there's a lot of like cultural nuances or like context that is really different, especially for someone like me who um, I, I'm, I consider myself like Taiwanese American. So there's also like other like identity nuances that I have to go through while dating like someone who may be like completely Taiwanese or someone who's like completely Singaporean. But to give you like the lay of the land, (laughs) um, (laughs) dating apps are still really popular. Um, I think the type of dating app that you use right now also indicates like the way that you want to date. So obviously like Tinder is like people still use Tinder for like hookups, et cetera. Coffee meets bagel is more serious. I think a lot, a lot of like people who are like wanting to settle, who want to have like a long-term partner on coffee meets bagel hinge is like right in between the middle where people are like, I am open to long, I'm open to long-term. I'm open to short-term. Um, but yeah, there's just a bunch of different apps out there. And I think, um, it's interesting because some people have used dating apps as a way to meet new people in the country. 
um, just maybe just have fun or, you know, just to socialize. And then some people are looking for their lifelong partner, but have difficulty doing so because everyone is very transient and moving around. So um, I think, I guess my tips would be to be just like really transparent and upfront out of like what exactly it is that you want and just to keep dating. It's really a numbers game if you're looking to find a partner. That's what I I realized. (laughs) (laughs) So when you're visiting these cities that you're in, have you ever gone on a date that you were just like super into this person, but then you had to leave a few weeks? Like, what do you do when that happens when you get like attached to a person maybe you hung out a few times and then all of a sudden you're like pc uh like what do you do that's hard (laughs) i think i i think i'm pretty upfront and like transparent about my schedules and like like i'm always like hey just a heads up like i'm only here for a couple of months or like hey just a heads up i'm leaving in a couple of weeks right like i think i'm just like i kind of throw it all out out there in the beginning and i it's also just to test to see like how flexible they are because i think my lifelong partner that i want i want him to be flexible in that sense because i think this type of lifestyle is something that i'm not going to just give up for anyone um and it would be nice to have a partner who understands you know, how like the nomad life, but it is hard because I think those who are, those who hear that are like, oh, this is, you know, something that's going to be like short term or like, oh, let's just like keep in touch and let's stay friends. So I would say I have a lot of like friends that I'm keeping in touch with at the moment, but I haven't found (laughs) anyone who's been like, I'll do it with you too. (laughs) So it's hard. It's hard out there. (laughs) Yeah. Cause it's, I think the the relationships that I've seen work are people who are also that same mindset where they're nomadic or maybe they're also a digital nomad. Maybe you meet each other while you are traveling and you're already nomadic. So it just made sense that way. But also another thing I wanted to ask and I'm super curious with because especially if you're dating through apps, right? And you're somebody who's uh, always in different places and if you go to the apps and then you tell people like, hey, I'm only here for a few weeks or a few months, how do you stop that from just being seen as like a hookup? Because that could, you know, when you tell somebody, hey, I'm only here for a few weeks. Oh, yeah. And I don't know, it's is it like wink, wink? Like, we'll just hook <laughs> up because I don't know when I'm going to come back. Like, what? how do you deal with that situation too? Yeah, I, I literally just dealt with something like that in New York. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I made it pretty clear because on my profile, it says looking for like long-term. And I think he misinterpreted it as, I mean, for me being here for a short time as like, just like for fun and just like a hookup. And I was like, okay, well, like I realized like maybe not everyone reads profiles like thoroughly. (laughs) Um, So there's like a big misunderstanding there. Um, So I think for me, my learning lesson really was just like, to be more to be more upfront and be like more intentional just saying like hey again like I am looking for something long term even though I'm just passing through and I am potentially willing to settle for the right person I would say but you are right in the sense where I I think all the success stories I've heard were like two people doing the nomadic journey they found each other at like a co-working space or co-living space and then they got together it's been harder to find like a a local and then kind of like scoop up that local and be like, let's go on this crazy adventure together. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Because that's that's hard for the person too, especially if they have like, okay, so this is the scenario. So Emily and I, when we talked in our initial interview, we mentioned like there are some people that are just super happy with where they are, right? Like they know what they want. Maybe they live in that town or city or area and they're just super happy. So this scenario, Emily, okay? So you're super nomadic and you go to like New York or, you know, San Francisco or wherever it is that you end up traveling one day and you fall head over heels for this person and they love their job and they love their city and like what do you do so it you know because that's like it's great that you fall in love with someone but then it also is like oh no what do I do because like I love like traveling, but like, do I pursue something? Because that's also hard for them because long distance is really difficult, right? And then I know there's a lot of nomads that will travel and then their partner just stays and then they're okay with that. But I'm wondering if like, because, you know, we're, we're, we like being nomadic and I'm just like, wow, that must be hard for that person too. Like, how do you deal with that, Emily? How do you deal with that? <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, those are tough questions. I, yeah. I know, I'm just like putting all of these scenarios. I'm like, what? Cause I'm like thinking, I'm like, oh my God, that must be hard for the other person too. Like, how do you deal with that? <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, I think it's, really defining like the terms of like how it could potentially work out. Right. Like putting it all out there. I do think like I am flexible in the sense where I'm like for the right person, again, I will adjust my lifestyle for the right person. Right. But I, and I, I do think like a relationship is a partnership. It's not that like he is like, no, you have to stay in the city forever for the rest of your life. And like, et cetera. Like I would not do that. Absolutely not. I was like, I need, I, like, don't control me. Like I'm not going to do that, but I'm also not going to force him to like do all the things and travel with me as well. Um, so I think it's like coming to a good agreement on what would work and then trial and error. And if his job doesn't allow him to like work remotely, then I will have to make sacrifices of spending time with him in that area or like meeting up somewhere while he's on like vacation. But it's hard because I haven't gotten there yet. And <laughs> And you're like, I'm, damn it, Debbie, you're giving me all these scenarios. <laughs> and I, I, <laughs> I think in my head, I'm like, oh, this could work out. Like ideally, right? Like I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of like emotion involved too. Like when you miss someone and like long distance is like, again, really hard. So I don't have all the answers, but I'll say that I will do my best to make it work. And I think I'm still quite flexible in the sense where like for the right person, I'm willing to settle down and settle down in the city and like in some parts of the months I don't know yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it's like there's there's so many things that could happen right and I think there's certain sacrifices you definitely have to make you know I've been married to my husband like not very long but we've been together for next year's 20 years so there's a lot of things that you have to do because at some point it's it's not just about you it has to be about the both of you and there are there's a lot of sacrifices and I think that like with anything else when you want something to work you really have to work at it because it's just like us like as individuals we change you know how 
our travel changes as we get older and us too as people we change as human beings and it takes a lot of work to fit in two people who are constantly changing to still grow together instead of apart so it's it's crazy like relationships are so hard and I think that's the reason why I think that what they say like 50% of marriages end up in divorce because it's not easy at all but like it's also really amazing but there's just so many nuances about it right like you're talking about it to like Emily it's like okay what if this happens and that happens and like nothing ever happens the way you think it happens yeah. because you don't know yet. Like, so I'm always like, oh my God, like that's why life is, is scary and beautiful at the same time in terms of anything. <laughs> yeah, no, agreed, agreed. I just, yeah, it's sometimes I think about it too. I'm like, oh, like if I go on this date, like it would open up to, like a bunch of bazillion doors. Like one of those doors could be that like it would make me not yeah. nomadic anymore or that we go on this crazy adventure. It's like one of those like games, you know, it's like choose your path, right? And then you're like, I don't know which one to choose. And I guess that's kind of like that, yeah. Okay, so this is the thing too, I think about like everything that I've chosen in my life and where it has led me. And at that moment, like you think that it was a mistake and then you don't realize that like 10 years from now, there was actually a reason for that because you wouldn't be where you are. Like there were so many things that I chose in my life when like I was in my 20s that was like it was just a whole bunch of failures and I chose and then it's like now I'm like oh my gosh I'm so glad that that happened because it's exactly where it led me and I think at the end of the day it's like you just have to choose something that even if it's not easy to do as long as you know it's true to yourself like it's gonna lead you to where you need to be so I think that's the same thing with like finding someone just being honest with what you want and the person too but I don't know I just feel like things change so much and it's a hard rough road overall but it's a fun one that's for sure uh, I don't know Debbie I'm almost like I'm kind of overdating already I'm like it's hard it's hard out there and then my friends are like pulling me to go out because they're like they're not gonna like your future significant yeah. other is not gonna find you at home and I was like, that's I know. true. I was like, I have to be, I have to be like out in society. <laughs> I have I to try. Would it, wouldn't it be awesome if it was like one of those movies where it's like you, you know, you move into a new apartment wherever you move to. Cause you know, you travel a lot and then all of a sudden you get a knock from your neighbor and he's like super hot and you're like, oh my God. And then you guys like look at each other's eyes and then you fall instantly in love. And then that's it. That would be nice. <laughs> I know it would it would like cut down so much work for me. I would love it. <laughs> and then when 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 people say, "Yeah, you don't find your you know your partner just sitting at home," and you're like, "Actually, I did." <laughs> I know. <laughs> and he came to me. I didn't have to do yeah. anything. <laughs> right? It was like I he know. knocked on my door and everything. Oh my! That would be hilarious. Okay, if you're listening to this and that happened to you talk to me because I would be yes. interested in <laughs> that would be interesting story so are there any other tips that you would like to share with us Emily or maybe just some insights on what you find you know that is working out there <laughs> yeah hmm. I think this is hit or miss depending on like your friends but I think some like generally I would say like your friends know you the best or even like your siblings. And so if they had anyone 
that could introduce you to someone that they thought was like compatible. Like, I think just, you know, give it a try. Um, this is a very interesting story. Like one of my friends from South Korea, she said that dating apps are really not popular there. It's kind of almost seen as like taboo and she just generally like South Koreans don't really like to use it. Um, Cause, and there's also like the stigma around like, I guess like Tinder, it's like, you're just for hookups. But she said that like in Korea, everyone just asks, like they let their entire network know that they're single and looking to date. And so she actually went on 50 different dates oh in Cor- yeah, in South Korea based on her network. So, and they were all oh, referrals. Wow. She ended up finding someone and they're like pretty steady. He's great. Like he's just a really overall good guy and they're very compatible, but yeah, I would say maybe like ask your network because, <laughs> you know, I, I think, I mean, not to say like birds of a, of a feather flock together, but I think maybe like the qualities and like characteristics that you're looking for um, are, can be also found in like your broader network. And then I think the second thing that I personally just like to hold myself accountable is like, um, if I'm looking for a high quality man, he probably is looking for a high quality woman. And so like, I want to also embody the qualities and like the traits that I want of this man. So it's like, you know, someone who's like kind and genuine and helpful and like um, ambitious, like, you know, like certain things like that I, I came to realize. Cause I think a lot of times we're always like, this is what I want in my partner. And it's like an entire bucket list. But in actuality, it's like, again, like if that person is so amazing and if he does exist out in this world, like why would he choose someone who is not like that? So that's something I, I've been telling myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I do find that I find um, there are so many women out there that have a lot like a huge, huge long lists. And then it's really impossible. And also, if you have that long list, you're actually eliminating so many good men out there um, that maybe not fit into your list to a T, but they're good men, they're hardworking, they're loving, they're a good family man, they share your interests maybe, and maybe not, okay? Because mm. there are some people, like my husband and I don't share, a, you know, like every interest together, but the ones that we do, we do it together and we do it with passion. So um, I think most people don't understand that no human being is going to be totally perfect for you. Um, but if you're committed to each other, you're going to make it work and it's going to be hard work. Um, and it's not easy. It's like being an entrepreneur. Nothing is easy, you know, and yeah. it's not like a fairy tale and it's a constant work. Um, and as long as you know that and you're being realistic and I hate, I hate when women have that. They're like, I have like a hundred list of stuff and he has to be like, Oh, I'm like, Oh, well, yeah. you're, I guess you're going to be single for the rest <laughs> of your life. Yeah. Cause I don't know who's going to put up with that, but sure. <laughs> yeah, agreed. It's kind of, I don't know. It's like sometimes I remember someone was telling me, she was like, he needs to drive a white Tesla. And I was like, oh my God. That's your qualification. I mean, it's like a nice to have that. I was like, that should not be on your list. So, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely because I'm like there's a lot of good and there's a lot of people out there that just don't like Teslas maybe they like something else so hey whatever <laughs> yeah so, I don't know I just yeah yeah I know I think it's just you know looking at yourself like see if you're right like um, you're definitely right Emily are you somebody that that man would would want and also this is another thing that I've learned just because what you find 
attractive in a man is what you find attractive doesn't mean a man will find that attractive because men find different things attractive, right? Like for women, we find like X, Y, and Z attractive and a man will find different things because we're two different, you know, I feel like we're two different species for the most part, but um, it's just, it's just so different because the way we think is completely different from the way they think. So honestly, I think what a lot of women need to start doing is talking to men and asking them what they actually want instead of just talking to other females because yeah. we'll just we'll just tell each other what we want <laughs> but the men will probably that you want will probably be like yeah but that's not what I look for when I look for a woman you may think that that's what I'm looking for but that's not really so I think like talking to men is super important even if it's like you're just dating them and then you become friends or you have male friends be like, hey, what do you look for in a woman? And tell me the honest truth. Don't tell me like what you think us women would want to hear. And I think you're going to, you know, hear a lot of answers that are interesting. So yeah. no, that's such that's really good advice. Like, I, yeah, I think I like and then yeah, in the next couple of weeks, I definitely want to reach out to my guy friends and do some like market research. Yeah, <laughs> but, you but should. Yeah. And, and tell them, be like, don't tell me what you think I want to hear. Tell me like, cause I know for a fact that most women, most men see us first, like your beauty, like your outer beauty. And that's not, you know, what they tell you in the media, you know, like is politically correct. Right. So, um, it's like, the guy that you want, your perfect man, maybe you have a friend like that, but you're not attracted to him or whatever it is. Be like, okay, what do you look for in a woman? Like, or, you know, so yeah, but ask for the honest truth, not the politically correct stuff. Like you got to get deep into there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, oh yeah, I'm sure there. it's probably like really insightful. And a lot of things that like us women have talked about amongst ourselves, but is it accurate? But because we like talk about it and we like rile each other up, then yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll, I definitely will do that. I will yeah. ask my guy friends. <laughs> and also think about when you're really with your close girlfriends and you ask each other, okay, tell me the honest truth. What is it that you're really looking for in the man? And most men probably would not have that same answer unless they're talking to women and really getting the truth out of you. Because most of the time we're like, yeah, he needs to be kind, this and that. But most of the time you're like, he needs to be able to take care of me. Like, what if I have a baby? Like he has to make a certain amount because I can't work like I you know like there's just certain things that we don't talk about because we don't feel like it's accepted when we talk to other women or even other people because it's like oh you have to be this this and that but yeah it's interesting I think honesty is so important with this stuff because otherwise you're gonna go around in circles and um yeah not find what you're looking for I feel like I'm doing that right now, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I did write it down. I think like somewhere on my laptop, I did write down like what exactly I was like looking for. And I think I'm continuing to like refine it more and more. And it's less about, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. The way that I'm dating too is like changing from like the twenties. Yeah. So yeah, just like yeah, travel. It's but, yeah. exactly it's it's different but it's so interesting but yeah like because you have different things and wants right maybe you want a family maybe you don't want a family and um there's so many there's so many things about that and I think like as a society I don't think we talk about it enough I think it's more like 
the superficial stuff rather than the deeper stuff. That's why um, most people can't handle it when things actually get real um, in a relationship. But I digress, you know, so... (laughs) No, I think this is great. Honestly, I feel like this is like good dating coaching for me too. Like I needed this and I think this is like way more beneficial for me. <laughs> I'm like, I have no, I have no idea what's going on in the dating world, but I do know I've been with my person for 20 years and like, it's every day you really have to work at it because it's not easy. You know, not every day is going to be love and pleasantness and um, unless the person really does something horrific, um, you have to stand by your 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 relationship because there's going to be a lot of things. And I think um, it's either going to make you stronger or you're just going to fall apart. That's why being honest with yourself is so important with this stuff. But yeah, but it's also really awesome. <laughs> yeah, honestly, right? yeah. I hope, I, yeah, I really do hope to find like, that person too. I like my person. Yeah. So yeah, I will, will keep you updated. <laughs> yes. Keep me, keep us all updated. I'm like, yeah. okay, Emily, what's, what's happening now? Uh, <laughs> I'll be like, Debbie, I have five dogs now. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? <laughs> like what, what, what's happening here? Like, all right. <laughs> all right. Can they travel with you though? That's the most important. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. They need to be like small and like easy to like take around. I know. <laughs> like the pocket dogs, like you could just put them in your purse. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. But yeah, that was great. Thank you so much, Emily, for being here with us. If our listeners want to learn more about you where can they find you yeah they can find me um at thefanggirl.com or on my instagram or youtube channel which is also the fang girl perfect thanks emily we really appreciate you thanks so much i had a good time i hope you enjoyed this extended interview with emily make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com again that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she's able to travel the world as a virtual consultant hey friend have you been wanting to start a podcast i know it can be overwhelming in the beginning believe me i have been there lucky for you we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started from launching growing to monetizing we share it all in one place visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.